Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Good House 1968. This is Brother White speaking. What I do is read and interpret from the Tanakh. It's the Hebrew Bible. I'm going to open with a word of prayer. We're going to have a really good show. So let me open with a word of prayer. Adonai, I petition you that you open the minds of the brothers and sisters where they're able to understand and cope with the lessons today, to be able to apply them to their daily lives and to be able to go about their daily lives doing your will and doing righteousness and good. I pray that you strengthen them up for the journey ahead and give them the ability to do so and to cope with your word and be able to carry it out. I pray this in the name of Yeshua. Amen. All right, let me begin my reading. We're at Vayakra, or Leviticus chapter 25, and it goes to say, Adonai spoke to Moshe on Mount Sinai. He said, Tell the people of Israel, when you enter the land I'm giving you, the land itself is to observe a Shabbat rest for Adonai. Six years you will sow your field. Six years you will prune your grapevines and gather their produce. But in the seventh year is to be a Shabbat of complete rest for the land, a Shabbat for Adonai. You will neither sow your field nor prune your grapevines. You are not to harvest what grows by itself from the seeds left by your previous harvest, and you are not to gather the grapes of your unintended vine. It is to be a year of complete rest for the land. But what the land produces during the year of the Shabbat will be food for all of you. You, your servant, your maid, your employee, anyone living near, your livestock, the wild animals on your land. Everything the land produces may be used for food. So the Lord was to feed them during the Sabbath period, as we see here. They they weren't to harvest, but the Lord would have done the harvest and work for them. He goes to say, you ought to count, count seven Sabbath year of years, seven times seven years, that is, 49 years. Then on the tenth day of the seventh month of Yom Kippur, you are to sound a blast of shofar. You are to sound the shofar all through your land, and you are to consecrate the 50th year, proclaiming freedom throughout the land to, to all its inhabitants. It will be a yovo for you. You will return everyone to land to the land he owns, and everyone is to return to his family. That 50th year will be a yovo for you, and that year you are not to sow, harvest what grows by itself, or gather the grapes of unintended vines, because it is a yovo. It will be holy for you. Whatever the field produces will be food for all of you. In this year of Yovo, every one of you is to return to the land he owns. If you, so we see here that good is telling them to return to the land they own because it will produce for them. 
through goods, powers. It goes to say, if you sell anything to your neighbor or buy anything from him, neither of you is to exploit the other. Rather, you are to take into account the number of years after the Yovo when you buy land from your neighbor, and he is to sell to you according to the number of years crops will be raised. If the number of years remaining is large, you will raise the price. If few years remain, you will lower it. Because what he is really selling you is the number of crops to be produced. Thus you are not to take advantage of each other, but you are to fear your God, for I am Adonai, your God. Rather, you are to keep my regulations and rulings and act accordingly. If you do, you will live securely in the land. So this is a promise. By keeping goods, regulations, and rulings, we live a long life. The land will yield this produce. You will eat until you have enough, and you will live there securely. If you ask if you weren't allowed to sow seed or harvest what our land produces, what are we going to eat the seventh year? Then I will order my blessing on you during the sixth year so that the land brings forth enough produce for all three years. The eighth year you will sow seed but eat the old, store produce until the ninth year. That is, until the produce of the eighth year comes in, you will eat the old stored food. So this is good telling them that they will eat the old stored food concerning the years to come in. The land is not to be sold in perpetuity, because the land belongs to me. You are only foreigners and temporary residents with me. Therefore, when you sell your property, you must include the right of redemption. That is, if one of you becomes poor and sells some of his property, his next of kin can come and buy back what his relative sold. If the seller has no one to redeem it but becomes rich enough to redeem it, it himself, he will calculate the number of years the land was sold for, refund the access to its buyer, and return to his property. If he hasn't sufficient means to get it back himself, then what he sold will remain in the hands of the buyer until the year of Yovo. In the Yovo, the buyer will vacate it and the seller return to his property. If someone sells a dwelling in a walled city, he has one year after the date of sale in which to redeem it. For a full year, he will have the right of redemption. But if he has not redeemed the dwelling in the walled city within the year, then title to perpetuity passes to the buyer through all his generations. It will not revert in the Yovo. However, houses and villages not surrounded by walls are to be dealt with like the fields in the countryside. They may be redeemed before the Yovo, and they revert in the Yovo. So this is a, a redemption in the Yovo and a redeeming uh, during the Yovo. So this is a time period where they could get their properties back from the person they sold it to or buy it back. Concerning the cities of Livim and the houses in the cities they purchased, the Livim are to have a permanent right of redemption. If someone purchases a house from one of the Livim, 
then the house he sold in the city where he owns property will still revert to him in the over, because the houses in the cities of living are their tribes' possession among the people of Israel. The fields in the open land around their cities may not be sold, because this is their permanent possession. If a member of your people has become poor so that he can't support himself among you, you are to assist him as you would a foreigner or a temporary resident so that he can continue living with you. Do not charge him interest or otherwise profit from him, but fear your God so that your brother can continue living with you. Do not take interest with when you loan him money or take a profit when you sell him food. I am Adonai, your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt in order to give you the land of Canaan and be your God. If a member of your people has become poor among you and sells himself to you, do not make him do the work of a slave. Rather, you are to treat him like an employee or a tenant. He will work for you until the year of Yovo. Then he will leave you, he and his children with him, and return to his own family and regain possession of his ancestral land. For they are my slaves whom I brought out of the land of Egypt. Therefore, they are not to be sold as slaves. Do not treat him harshly, but fear your God. Concerning the men and women you may have as slaves, you are to buy men and women slaves from the nations surrounding you. You may also buy the children of foreigners living with you, and members of their families born in your land. You may own these. You may also bequeath them to your children to own from these groups. You may take your slaves forever. But as for as your brothers, the people of Israel, are concerned, you are not to treat each other harshly. So they weren't supposed to treat the, their fellow brother man harshly, yet they were supposed to employ him instead of taking him as a slave and treat him fairly. If a foreigner living with you has grown rich and a member of your people has become poor and sells himself to this foreigner living with you or to a member of the foreign family, he may be redeemed after he has been sold. One of his brothers may redeem him, or his uncle or his uncle's son may redeem him, or any near relative of his may redeem him, or if he becomes rich, he may redeem himself. He will calculate with the person who bought him the time from the year he sold himself to him to the year of Yovah, and the amount to be paid will be according to the number of years and his time at the employee's wage. wage. If many years remain, according to them, will he refund the amount for his redemption from the amount he was bought for. If there remain only a few years until the year of Yovo, then he will calculate with him, according to his years, will he refund the amount for his redemption. He will be like a worker hired year by year. You will see to it that he is not treated harshly. So again, we see here that Adonai is, uh, or good, is making sure that the slaves are not treated harshly, which is just what a just God would do. If he has not been redeemed by any of these procedures, nevertheless he will go free in the year of Yovah, he and his children with him. For to me the people of Israel are slaves, they are my slaves whom I brought out of the land of Egypt. I am Adonai, your God. That is it for my reading. As we can see, the justice that Adonai 
gave to the people as far as redemption, even after they sold themselves into slavery, they could redeem themselves, even in the year of Yovo or before, a relative could redeem them. So we see that Adonai is giving about good laws and just laws. That is my reading for today. I'm not going to go over the vocabulary today, but I will be closing with a word of prayer. Good, I pray that you mouth the hearts of the brothers and sisters who listen so that they are able to serve you and receive the reward of everlasting life for the long haul. I pray that you, if they're sick, you heal them of their sickness. If they're homeless, you provide a home for them, give them work, and let them know that they need to work in order to feed themselves. I pray that you be with your people as you were with the children of Israel back in the days of Moses. I pray that you wisen them and provide for them in the name of your son, Yeshua. Amen.